0: You're listening to From the Front Lines, a special podcast from WUFT during the COVID-19 pandemic. This podcast provides daily updates on Florida's response to coronavirus with a particular focus on North Central Florida. In addition to news and important information, From the Front Lines will feature a member of the community who is working to keep the community safe or running during these challenging times. Hello, I'm your host, Ryan Vasquez, and this is From the Front Lines. Here are the most recent COVID-19 numbers from around the state. Alachua County has 80 confirmed positive cases of the virus. The University of Florida in their daily updates show no new cases today, with a total remaining at 29. In the north-central Florida region, Clay County has 34 cases, Marion County with 23, and Citrus County with 17. In total, there is just a little more than 5,700 positive cases statewide, with 71 reported deaths. Florida Commissioner of Education Richard Corcoran has announced that schools will remain closed through May 1st. In an email from Alachua County Public Schools, they say the new target date for reopening schools is now Monday, May 4th. Alachua County is asking residents not to congregate at boat ramps. The county is getting reports of unsafe practices and people gathering in large groups at the county boat ramps. The county says they do not want to close these ramps, but will do so if it's required. They add that with community cooperation, this will not be necessary. Marion County Public Schools is continuing to serve free breakfast and lunch to children 18 and under while schools are closed due to COVID-19. The new Grab and Go program has been a huge success, providing thousands of meals as it started up last week. Many people have offered to help as well, but Marion County Public Schools spokesman Kevin Christian says there are formal guidelines that prevent that kind of assistance. We've had volunteers call saying, hey, I'm more than willing to help, but unfortunately we are not allowed to utilize them because of the strict rules that are in place. The Marion County School System also started a hybrid work plan, allowing employees to work from home or on site, whichever the employee feels allows them to do a better job. Drive-in theaters have seen an increase in business amid the coronavirus outbreak. The owner of Ocala Drive-In, John Waske, says they have seen a large increase in attendance. With social distancing already in play, Waske says they are taking extra preventative measures to stop the spread of the virus.
1: Right now, what I have done is uh, fenced off every other pocket space. So when you come to the movies, social distance between you and the next vehicle.
0: Watske adds that cars are like an extension of home, so people will still feel safe watching a movie from inside their car. He hopes to keep the theater open for as long as they're permitted. Florida gas prices are only getting cheaper as residents are urged to stay home to stop the spread of coronavirus. According to AAA, the average price for gasoline in Florida slipped below $2 a gallon for the first time in four years. On Sunday, 75% of Florida gas stations had prices below $2 a gallon. Just one week ago, that total was 45%. The auto group says if wholesale prices hold at current levels, the state average could eventually sink below $1.60 per gallon. State Attorney General Ashley Moody has issued a consumer alert warning of scammers using the COVID-19 stimulus package to target Floridians. Moody says anytime the government provides benefits, scammers swarm like sharks in a feeding frenzy. Sadly, even before the stimulus package passed, scammers began sending text messages to people claiming they could receive benefits by clicking on a link. That link most likely contained malware. Moody wants consumers to know that the IRS will not initiate contact with tax filers by email, text message, or social media to request personal or financial information. Anyone who encounters a coronavirus stimulus package scam or any other types of COVID-19 fraud should contact the Florida Attorney General's office at one 866 no scam or myfloridalegal.com. In the last couple of weeks, Fish Hawk Spirits in Ocala has been diverting 100% of their production to provide support for the community during the COVID-19 pandemic. WUFT's Taylor Levesque spoke with the distillery's owner, Matthew Bogdanovich, who says they're using alcohol and other resources to make something a lot of people around the country are scouring stores for, hand sanitizer.
1: How is your business handling the COVID-19 outbreak? What are you doing about it? Hawk Spirits has already converted about 75% of our capacity to uh, hand sanitizer uh, production, which has already entered public distribution. And uh, by Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, we will be 100% at uh, hand sanitizer production. We have a theoretical capacity of about 7,000 bottles of uh, hand sanitizer a week. Until the normal supply chains re which which I really anticipate being no more than, than three or four weeks, I really don't think it's going to be a shortage for a great length of time. However, for as long as it exists, we will manufacture hand sanitizer. Now, where did the idea of making hand sanitizer come from? I got an email circular from uh, the Tax and Trade Bureau, which saying, you know, for the duration of this need, uh, we're going to loosen all the rules about uh, making you know, tracking and making alcohol and uh, if you are making hand sanitizer. And they actually gave us the recipe to make it. I mean, as soon as we got that, uh, Joe and Dave and I just went, well, that's a no-brainer. Let's do it. Of course we'll do it. Um, and the, our first thought was it would be a very small need in the local community. Uh, and we just plan to uh, donate that, which we've done. Uh, after the first article appeared, the uh, scale and scope uh, of what is needed was just vastly greater than we we thought. Well, what is the process uh, to make it? Theoretically, this is an easy number to work with. Uh, let's say that in one of our fermenters we had 1,000 pounds of, of uh, yeast-accessible sugar. Uh, well, 500 pounds will off-gas as CO2, and 500 pounds will be left behind as ethyl alcohol. We then take that, and it's te- technically known as beer at that point. And we start cycling it through our still that starts off on the very large ones for our scale, our big one is five hundred gallons. Um, and we begin to distill it, which uh concentrates and purifies it until we get down to uh oh anywhere from eighty eight to ninety percent alcohol. We take that alcohol, denature it with hydrogen peroxide, add in some glycerol or glycerin in order to uh uh smooth out the harshness a little bit, and we fill bottles. Wow. How big is the bottle, and how often is it going to be available? Uh, We're currently, for the public, doing four-ounce bottles. It is absolutely uh, two-spec of the uh, formula that DHS and TTB came up with. We will be making this available as quickly as we can manufacture. Can you just um, repeat where people can come and pick this up? For the public, um, it will be at Intech on Northwest 27th Avenue. Uh, I post up on Facebook after we've delivered. Next time we deliver, I will then again put a, a post up on Facebook that says we've delivered. You may go and pick up. Some will be released to the general public. Some is going to go to, like, uh, Alaska Sheriff's Office, Wilson Fire Department, Police Department. Uh, I know the uh, Department of Corrections needs some. There's a bunch of trucking companies that are asking. And every single person doing this is doing it on a voluntary basis. Uh, This is not a commercial enterprise. This is helping out our communities. Be kind. Everyone doing that is doing it on a voluntary basis. And more is coming. More is coming from us. More is coming from our colleagues at James Two Brothers, at Copperbottom, at St. Augustine Distillery. Uh, even Anheuser-Busch has sort of shifting some of their production to hand sanitizer. You know, there's no reason to panic. If you've got more than you need and your neighbor has none, share it. Plan A is wash your hands at home with soap and water. Hand sanitizer is absolutely a plan B.
0: From the Front Lines is a production of the Innovation News Center at the College of Journalism and Communications at the University of Florida. Thank you to our producers, Taylor Levesque, Daniela Mora, Anthony Montalto, Josh Williams, and Melissa Fato, And a special thank you to Matt Abramson for his work behind the scenes. Join us tomorrow for another edition of From the Front Lines. I'm your host, Ryan Vasquez, and of course, thanks for listening.